Welcome to this week's edition of Bullshit. I'm your host, BJ. Hope everybody's doing well this week. I know us here in Indiana, we're going from 70 degrees to snow to 50 to 30. They wonder why we're all bipolar in the Midwest, and this is why right here. So I got some interesting stories for you. I got some uh, follow-ups from last week that I want to go over, uh, and I'll probably start right there. So I was talking about the mob boss that... Uh, was killed in this New Jersey, a uh, Newark, New Jersey uh, neighborhood. Come to find out, he was it was not a mob hit. It was not a mob hit. So we all didn't get that like, ooh, the mob's still not messing around. It was actually because this dude killed this mob boss because he wanted to date his niece. And, you know, the mob boss probably like, nah, bro, you're not dating my niece. And so he decided to gun him down and obviously run, run, run him over, which we talked about. Now here, here's what bothers me. So he does the deed, kills the kills the um, the mob, the mob boss, goes to court, does all this other stuff, decides to start writing MAGA all over himself, and and basically going with the whole uh, the new theme. Trump made me do it. If you guys listen to Smugcast, you know how I feel about politics. I am not a huge person trump the person uh but like i said is uh, he doesn't no presence ever really made me feel anger or anything like that like they do but quit blaming trump just like that dude down there in australia it was not trump's fault it these people are deranged to begin with so that's what he tried to do when he went to court was he tried to uh, write Magna on his hand and all kinds of stuff. And I get people that wear Magna hats to get a reaction. I get it. I don't care. It doesn't bother me, you know. Um, but I, I do get a problem when people do things to get attention to put them on video. Um, just like that, that lady that um, when Chelsea Clinton went to the then memorial uh, or vigil the next day um, at I think it was at NYU maybe um, and a girl came up and started talking shit and said it was because of stuff that she said the reason that those people were killed in Australia but you did when someone was fucking filming you fucking piece of shit you just wanted your moment you just wanted your moment and then come out they go through your Twitter and, and then there's so much uh, things that you have said that you have just as bad as anybody else so don't say that you went up to talk to her and you didn't have the camera guy ready like hey that's clinton she's pregnant let's go blame her for 49 people dead in another country she's not a politician she's she's not a politician she had nothing to do with any of it if you want to go after her mom i get it her dad i get it obama i get it rumsfeld George W., George H., I get it. They were politicians that were in office. Then go get them. That's a bunch of bullshit if you're going to attack somebody who had nothing to do with it. And she didn't ask to be in the limelight. She was basically came into the limelight when her parents got into politics. So, come on. She's no Ivanka or Jared Kushner. Come on. And by the way, Jared Kushner, his, his secure app he uses to talk to the delegates, uh, overseas delegates and, and people like that, he uses WhatsApp. We use WhatsApp. Come on, WhatsApp, that sounds really secure. What are you using that on, like a BlackBerry from, you know, 2009? Come on. 
these people, I tell you what. But the moral of the story is people need to take responsibility for their own actions. It's one thing if you're in a cult and we've we've seen we've seen what happened with cults in the world, you know, like the Jim Jones and everything Jim Jones and then um <clears throat> the people that wore the Nikes and um I can't remember the name of that and flew over the, you know, they wait for the spaceship behind the moon. All right. I'm going to say this. Like if you, if you're that weak minded and you're going to drink a bunch of juice and you're going to follow crazy people like Koresh and like some of these other people, you know, I think it's just, it's natural selection guys. I know that sounds really harsh, but it is. I mean, there's nothing I believe in that strong where I'm like, all right, all right. So we're all going to drink this juice, and we're going to die, and then the spaceship's going to pick us up on the other side of the moon. No, 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 it didn't happen. Not going to happen. That's what uh, I think it's called. I think it was called Hell's Gate. Maybe that's it. I don't know why I'm asking anybody else. I'm talking to myself. Nobody else is in the studio, but I looked over to the left like AP was here. Like, hey, man, uh, what's the name of that? Oh, you don't know. You're not here. I just had my first monster of the day, and it's it's 7.38 at night, so... But I just kind of want to get that off my sh- off off my chest a little bit. I think we're too quick to blame everybody else for our own actions. It's the same way when we, um, you know, when our kids screw up and we want to blame someone else. Be like, well, you know, the teacher's always just picking on him. I have two sons, 15 and 14, um, and my youngest son and my oldest son have both screwed up a lot. Not real bad, but... I mean, the conversation I have is like, you have to have, you know, you have to take responsibility for your own actions. Well, well, there's a, no, I know there's other kids. It doesn't matter. If you screw up, that's on you. You can't blame everybody else. And I think that's what's the problem with everybody. We want to blame everybody else. We want to blame, you know, our, you know, I don't know. We just, we're always quick to blame something in our life that made us do that. <clears throat> So that's what really bothers me. So get just stop with that bullshit. Stop blaming everybody else. Stop saying that Trump made me go kill people. Trump made me go do that. And and, and I think I think we we'll, we might be off to a better start in the world at some point in time here. So <coughs> speaking of awkwardness, I've been married since nineteen or I'm sorry since two thousand one. It'll be eighteen years this August. August 4th, if you're playing at home. So if you want to mail, us and mail me an anniversary present, uh, just go to smugcashshow at gmail.com. I'll find a way for you to send me a gift. But Killian Conway uh, obviously works for President Trump, and her husband hates President Trump. Now, I'm not making this a political show, but I just could you imagine that is where, where the president's state, you know, President Trump's taken up for Kellyanne Conway while her husband's being a dick or vice versa or whatever. You know, she'd come on and be like, hey, did you see me on TV? Be like, yeah, everything you said was bullshit. <laughs> I'm not saying that's what it is. That's all I'm saying. I'm not knocking her. I'm not. You know, I, I could care less, but I just thought it was unreal. Um, uh, Kellyanne Conway weighed in Thursday on a uh, bitter Twitter feud between her husband, George, and President Trump, calling her spouse criticism of her boss unusual while thanking Trump for defending her from what he thinks is unfairness. My husband is very critical of President publicly, which is unlike him because he's usually a very private person, uh, she told uh, Maria Bartomo during an interview on Fox Business Network, Mornings with Maria. I want a show like that, Mornings with BJ, but I think the wrong people will be turning into that show. 
Uh, an interview, Conway spoke at length about the household tensions over, the, over administration work with her husband, openly questioning the president's mental health, and Trump publicly attacking him as a loser on Twitter. Hey, your boss called me today, hon. He called me a loser. The thing about that, we're, we're, we're in a place like that in our life now where the president of the United States <laughs> is calling a citizen a year, hey, bro, you're a loser. I think it's kind of funny because those are the things that I don't like about him. I want him to be more presidential. This has nothing to do with policies. I've talked about this a bunch on the big show. But, like... <laughs> Because if any other president would have done this, like, could you imagine if you gave Dick Cheney free reign to say what the hell he wanted? He already kind of did. Man, if he knew how to use Twitter, like, I think he would burn people better than Trump. I think Obama would too. But, you know, it, it is what it is. But I, I just think it's funny. Uh, she said this. She, she continued. This is new. She said and this was almost new. It's not supporting the agenda of the president and my work there because when. Um, George took himself out of contention for a job in the Department of Justice almost two years ago. He put out a statement that many in the media refuse to cover now that we decided the family. It's not the right time for us to both have big jobs in federal government and they'll still support the president, the work of the administration, and his quote, wonderful wife. Wow. Yeah, and then here's a tweet. George Conway, often referred to as Mr. Kellyanne Conway by those who know him. Damn. is very jealous of his wife's success and angry that I, with her help, didn't give him the job so he desperately wanted. I, bar I barely know him, but just took a look at Stone Cold Loser and her husband from hell. Wow. Wow. I mean, that's usually things that people say if you're banging somebody, you know? Hey, hey baby, uh, don't go home to him. He's a loser. I got the good stuff right here. If she comes home with like orange on her face or whatever, then like orange uh, face. Uh, I don't even know what the hell he uses on his face. <laughs> That's probably. And then only thing that George Conway said was you period R period nuts. I mean, my wife both worked at the job once together and it was awful. Um, it wasn't awful first because we, we were really not in the same area and um but over time as we both kept moving up in the company then we were so we had direct she was to the point where she could come into where i my area and tell me what i needed to do better and i'm like you do this the whole time while i'm at home i don't need this at work so i, I quote i said you just need to go the fuck home and then i left that company right after that because i was like that that was it was because of the job that made me feel that way it had nothing to do with her but it's not good to have spouses in the work same workplace and also, it's not also good to have your side chick work with you also because eventually that will blow up. If you do want to have some kind of relationship with someone on the side, you always wait till they put in their two-week notice so they are, they are leaving. That is not a joke. That is not a bit. That is pure fact from an upcoming book, The Life of BJ and How to Get Away with Way Too Much. So on to our next story. <laughs> that one's going to go over real well. So something that like for paranoid, we already have paranoid people who already cover up their webcam. Um, you know, they cover up the webcam to make sure no one sees them and make sure knows what they're doing. And, you know, people with their cell phones and things like that. Well, in South Korea, um, there was arrest. Uh, they arrested two uh, arrest two for spy cameras that live stream 1600 motel guests. You know, it didn't say hotel, it said motel. Um, for the longest time, I didn't know what that meant. And then I finally stayed in a motel and a hotel. 
you learn the difference pretty quick. One of them you think you're going to die in. Um, one of them has the TV. Uh, one I once stayed one that had like a um, a gate um, chain, big thick chain to the TV with a, with like two padlocks. So, and then you can see where they actually ripped the TV off the wall and stole it before. That was in Texas. Be careful. In Seoul, Korea, South Korean police have arrested two men for using illegal spy cameras at motels to film and live stream videos of about 1,600 guests raking in about 7 million won. 7 million won. Oh, that's, that's their uh, currency. One. Uh, 6,200 over the past three months, police said on Wednesday. Uh, illegal filming has surged in South Korea with the growing use of mobile devices. Its pop music industry is reeling from a scandal over celebrities sharing of videos. He took circularly while having sex. Oh, God, to see they're having American problems over here, too. Police said the two men had been arrested and two other people have posed as motel guests to secret install the cameras obtained from online uh, from overseas in 42 rooms at 30 establishments around the country since August. Holy cow. The footage from the cameras hidden in television boxes, sockets, sockets, and hairdryer holders was broadcast live on a website, police said. It was the first case where we caught where the videos were broadcast live online. More than 66 cases of illicit filming were reported to police last year in or about a fifth of all sexual abuse crisis investigated up from 3.6% in 2008. Wow. Last year, tens of thousands of women with the sole capital to protest against the videos and forms of sexual abuse. No fucking shit. See, this is where, this is where technology is great, but technology is also one of the worst things ever. Because like we were talking about at the beginning of the show about the guy, you know, killed the mob boss or whatever. And and I think the problem is we're getting technology into people's hands who are already a little bit crazy. Because I don't think this was about money. I mean, I don't think it was. I think these people were just a little, uh, little crazy. Um, I mean, because you remember a long time ago, Chuck Berry actually did this in one of those restaurants he had. He had a peephole so he could watch women use the restroom. I'll never get this. I'm 39 years old. I'm never going to get, because like in the mornings when I'm taking a shower, if my wife comes in, we have three bathrooms. I wish she'd use one of the other ones, but she always comes in to use the one I'm in, not knocking her. But I'm just saying is what is the appeal of watching women go to the restroom? Now, if they're drunk and peeing in the middle of the street, that's kind of funny. I mean, that's funny. I get that. But there's never been anything in my body be like, where are you going? Well, I got to take a dump. Really? You got to take a deuce, do you? I'll be in in a minute. Come on. But I know this is different. Probably, I mean, put, think about if all these people do is go in there and go to sleep. It's like it's like Big Brother, you know, the TV show. And I just don't understand why people will really get excited about watching that. Like, oh, wow, they pack their clothes really neat. Ah, see, they're, st- they're still in the towels. I told you these guys are still the towels. You know, if you're, and I mean, come on, but to me, that is just really, we got to do something about this, but technology, and it's not even the extent of how great technology is. I mean, every time we go, we make something to stop something. How great would it be for other people? Or every time we make technology advances, there's always people who are going to find ways to stop or, or advance it where you don't know they can do it. I don't know. I heard someone talking about the other day about, um, 
Oh, it was on. It was Joe Rogan, and he was talking to Ron White, and they were talking about the people who have to go through and watch Facebook videos and take them down, and videos on the dark net and all these other things, and, and it, it can take a toll. I mean, I don't think we ever think about those people who are out there trying to stop these people from doing it. And I don't know if you can do it for an eight-hour shift, sit there for eight hours, and you know, hour one, two fifty-minute breaks, and you're trying to break the, you know, sit in a room trying to shut down these sites and you know and how far or how great these people are with technology like in an order of episode of law and order svu you've you've probably seen some of those but i mean people are sick i mean and that's the problem is people are sick people are sick and i don't i don't and it's never going to change people have been sick since day one i'm not saying it's okay we should be like oh just let it go but no i'm i'm, t- I'm letting you know people are sick and i don't know if there's a whole lot we're ever going to be able to do to change them uh but i'm saying is this you know and then if they get caught they're going to blame on somebody else so but on another weird thing that i saw in the news mount everest melting glaciers exposing bodies of climbers Melting glaciers on Mount Everest are exposing the dead bodies of climbers previously um, entombed in ice as global warming causes temperatures to rise. Hey, I know I said global warming. Everybody settle down. I'm just reading the article from theguardian.com. We're not, you know, we're not debating that because I don't want. Uh, it just bothers me. Every time you say a hot topic button, they're like, like people are waiting all day for you to say something and they're waiting for like the i think people go to work loaded work or they go out with their friends or a friend's house and they're loaded with like certain words if somebody says it they're gonna be like, all right if they say something about global warming i got them if they say something about trump if they say something about obama if they say something about the border wall so speaking of that get off topic just for a second so on our Smugcast Facebook page, which is um, facebook.com backslash Smugcast, uh, AP put up this thing that said if you won like $80 million, $80 billion, whatever it was, what would you do with it? And I put run for president. Some <laughs> Somebody's mom, who I, you know, I love, and it's a great person, uh, I, I took a screenshot sent to her son. <laughs> His mom said, I built the border wall, and I just thought it was the funniest shit ever. I just thought it was hilarious to have all the money that you would have the first everybody else wants to self like everybody else wants to like funny things like you know someone you know someone says some silly things <laughs> and, but someone she said build the wall she is a concerned citizen folks she she wants to make sure that damn thing gets built you guys keep screwing her, you guys keep screwing around and not getting it built it's not gonna go over very well um and I just thought it was funny. Um, is is because um, if you don't um, like if you and your parents if, uh, um, politics differ, it's it makes it even better. I mean, I really think it does um, because it makes it even more interesting. So and and I just try. I mean, you got to try to let your kids and everybody uh, feel, figure it out on their own so here is uh on that i did pull it up it is if you only had 48 hours to spend 72.2 million dollars how and what would you do um andrew flake said buy up some real estate and company i get that 
uh, I put run for president. My brother put Dave Chappelle, um, crack, crack. Uh, guys, Chris put stocks. And then we have build the wall. Um, another guy, Bill, uh, Elon, give it all to me. Uh, Frank, Frank said prostitution. But my favorite one is from my man, James. Buy Romania, the whole country, then rent it out to Romanians. Residuals. It made me laugh. I was like, he's going to buy a country, then re-rent it out to them. So that really made me laugh. So, yes. Um, and um, I just found that highly entertaining. But back to dead bodies on a mountain. Give me a second here. Because I was just thought that was funny. Because you never know what, you know. I think Air Rise Grandma was a little racist if you grew up in Indiana, just a little bit. I may be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure on that. So, anyways, almost 300 climbers have uh, been killed attempting to climb the mountain since the first attempt scale in 1922. As, as the spring climbing season begins, bodies which are being exposed by melting glaciers are being removed on the Chinese side of the peak. Because of global warming, the ice sheet and the glaciers are fast melting. The dead bodies that remained buried all these years are now becoming exposed. Um, we have brought down bodies of some mountaineers who died in recent years, but the old ones that remained buried are now coming out. Officials with the uh, Expedition Operator Association of Nepal say they were bringing down all the uh, all the ropes from the higher camps of Everest and Latos, Latos Mountains this climbing season. But dealing with dead bodies was not as easy. Under the new uh, Nepalese law, government agencies must be involved when handling bodies. This issue needs to be uh, prioritized by both the government and the uh, mountaineering industry. Wow. In 2017, the, ha the hand of a dead mountaineer appeared above the ground at Camp 1. Wow. Removing a dead body can cost up to $80,000. $80,000 for a dead body. Hey, so if you think that funeral is expensive that you have to pay for to get yourself off a dead mount, 80 grand. So if one of your family members says they're going to go or loved one's going to go climb a mountain, make sure they got mountain climbing insurance because 80 grand to get their dead body removed off of there. Can you imagine, could you imagine if this person's been missing for like seven years and all of a sudden you get a letter in the mail that says law office of Nepal. And it was like, here's your bill for $80,000 removal of Uncle John. Whew. Wow, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh, but it does. I mean, it's, I, just, I don't know. Like, I get why people climb that mountain and stuff like that. But I want to shout out all the people that climbed the mountain before all the technology. You know, those guys were able to go through and do some crazy stuff, guys and gals, whatever, before doing that. So, but on to the next one here. Now, the next one I want to bring up is from vice.com. I figure we empty on a, ha a happy note. Um, you know, we usually try to keep these right around 30 minutes or so. Competition slapping is the world's greatest sport. Hell yeah, it is. Uh, you do not want to get into a slap fight with a Russian man known as Dumpling. Yeah, his name is Dumpling. Um, I watched that video of him uh, slapping that dude. And, like, it's lights out. Like, he's not even punching him. He's not hitting him on the ear either. It is lights out. Uh, he's a big, burly man. Bam! Sit down. 
I just can't believe how great this is. Of just go through and watch these slapping videos. I mean, his name is the Matt is. Um, look up dumpling on YouTube and watch that. Um, oh, I mean, anytime you get writing like this, felt a powerful open hand majesty. I mean, if you're gonna be good, I mean that's that's one of those sports where you can be a big dude like me and not wear a shirt. If you can slap the shit out of somebody and knock them out standing up from a slap, I mean, I think that'd be something that that'd be fun. That's sometimes you could go shirtless and and even the girls be like, "Woo!" I don't know how women feel about that. If you if you see he can knock you out with a slap, Whew. I don't know. I know I went a little dark there. I get it. I did. But I'm just saying this. Even myself, it'd be one of those things. Might be hard to be friends with him, you know. Because all of a sudden, and if you're in a, if you're in the throes of passion, and you tell Dumpling to smack your ass, and he does, and he fractures your hip, well, that'd be a hard one to explain at the ER. Like, what happened? Well, my boyfriend's Dumpling got into it, you know, little shenanigans. I told him I like to be slapped on the ass, and he did, and fracture my hip so and i don't i'd love to go watch one of those slapping things in person um i just would like to hear that noise because we've all been around somebody in school or something where you've heard that slap and you hear the echo like oh what happened and you're looking around like oh someone just got the shit slapped out of them because that's how loud that it is so but it's not too terrible of a week this week. Um, but in closing, I do want to say something real fast in all seriousness. Um, what happened in New Zealand was a travesty. 49 people um, were shot and killed. Um, it's not about the guns. It's not about politics. It's not about Republican, Democrat. It's not about anything like that. Anytime you see a travesty like that every now and then, you just have to say how awful it is and, and you pray that those people can find some peace over time. And if they could come out of that without as much hate as the person did that went in and did that, um, I'm not even going to say his name, not even going to give him any more publicity than he needs. That's one thing we don't need to do is give these people who do things, do not make them martyrs, do not make them part of the story more than they have to be block their face out block their name out as much as you can because that's what they want they want the attention they want everybody to look at them and be remembered for something they they want to be infamous they want to go down for that to kill 49 innocent people and then for reverend falwell jr to say maybe if they would have had guns maybe this wouldn't have happened and then to blame this on, on, on how people look at the muslims in the world that has nothing to do with the 49 people were shot and killed and you all think everybody has the mind, same mindset is that they all want to kill us. You can't live like that. I don't live like that. AP don't live like that. A lot of us don't live like that. You can't live with that. And, and, and for the simple fact of the matter is every time a tragedy happens, we turn it into how it makes us feel and, and how it impacts our life. It's not about us. I mean, if we just got to keep educating people, so don't, I don't want to hear about guns. I don't want to hear about, you know, right, left, Trump, you know, and, and don't blame the victims. 
So if someone comes to your house and beats your kids, you're going to blame your kids for getting beat. We're better than that. And anybody that applauds that and the people who keep going to Jewish cemeteries and putting swastikas on them and damaging the cemeteries for attention. Majority of the things that people do are not out of hate. Majority of it is for attention. Anytime a camera is involved, it is for attention. It's for a got you moment. That is the biggest guy got you moment I've ever seen is when he videotaped and I've seen the video. I saw it. It was sent to me. I deleted it and I'll never watch it again. That's not something you should, you know, see on a normal basis. So, but I just wanted to break that down in, in the most serious way I could and not make a joke about any of it. Um, but I think to me, people make things about themselves and how they feel. Um, it was a travesty. 49 people lost their lives, brothers, sisters, moms, dads, everything. Um, but don't, just don't, don't, don't trivialize it to your own agenda. And don't blame it on Republicans or Democrats or Trump or anybody like that. Don't bring any of that that had nothing to do with it, even know what he said. That guy did it because he, he had a huge issue in his brain and he wanted to be famous. He wanted to be a martyr and that's it. Had nothing to do with anything else. So, but I just, all I have to say, I just want to end it on that. And I know that's normally we never end shows like that, but I wanted to just to let you know that we do care and I do have an actual real opinion um, because everybody else that's uh, making that out and people that do that, as we always say, uh, they need help, but who knows? So, but anyways, in closing, as I always say, you know, it's another week. So hopefully it's another week that you guys get off of that bullshit. All right. I'll see you next week.